Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Now, today's life-changing word. Amen. So can we can we go ahead and stand and read your scripture, Psalms 86 and 11, please, so that we can... Uh, get into this word. Amen. So, you know, this is our foundational scripture for the year. And the scripture reads from the New Living Translation. It says, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. Father, thank you so much for your truth, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for so much for revealing your truth through your son, Jesus Christ. Help us, Father God, because we cannot do this alone. We need your help, Father God, to live according to your truth. You have to purify our hearts, Father God, so that we may honor you. So, Father God, as we submit ourselves unto your will and to your way, we thank you, Father God, that surely you will bring it to pass. We love you, and we can absolutely do nothing without you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And you may be seated. Now, you know, I know I said several things before, and I want to say this again. I'm not necessarily up here to to bring on a new uh, topic this morning or anything like that. I'm just going to do a lot of recapping and expound if need be. Y'all good with that? Amen. But you're still going to get the word. Amen. So the scripture says, um, you know, to teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live in according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. And I told you once before that truth is the highest form of reality that there is. It's what lies at the basis of an appearance. It's what you get when you pull all the covers off. Amen. Truth is the purest essence of who God is. And it speaks of his faithfulness, it speaks of his loving kindness, his peace, and his righteousness, and it speaks of his integrity. The Bible says, uh, according to God's integrity, in Psalms 89 and 34, it says that my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Can you turn with me to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6, please, verses uh, 17 through 20. He says, so my covenant will I not break nor alter the things that has gone out of my mouth. And you can be assured that when God says something, I don't even have to finish that, right? In Hebrews, in Hebrews uh, 6, 7 through 12, it says, wherefore God willing more, listen to this, wherefore God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath, verse 18, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope uh, set before us, verse 19, which hope we have 
as an anchor of a soul, both sure and steadfast, that when entering to the veil, hold on one minute, one more, was entered to the veil, where, uh, whether the forerunner is for us enter, even Jesus made an high priest after the order of Melchizedek. So all that we just read, it just, it's, it's, it's confirming that when God makes an oath, that when, and when God speaks, that he even bounds himself, he said, by two immutable things. That God imbounds himself by his own word. You know what? If we would be like that. You remember when I, I don't know about y'all, but you know, I'm from the old school. You know what I'm saying? Like and I remember when word was born. When you said something that you did not falter, I don't care how bad it hurts you. I don't care what you had to do. When you said something, you was going to make good on it. John 1 and 14 says that when the word became flesh and, and that, that word dwelt among us, be, beholding the glory, even the glory of the only begotten son of God, that he was full of grace and that he was full of truth. Just, just bear with me now. And it says in Numbers 23 and 19 that God is not a man that he should lie. Y'all can be with me on this. I know y'all. I'm telling y'all scriptures y'all already know. Neither the son of man that he should repent. God don't have to repent because God ain't going to change. God is going to do what he said he's going to do. And watch this. He said, hath he said and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and will he not make it good? Because see, a part of your hearing and hearing the word of God is also hearing when God says something to you. Amen. Because you can trust in it. And that should be revelation knowledge that whenever you hear God speaking into your ear, surely it's going to come to pass. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to stop right here for a minute because, uh, uh, matter of fact, just this um, week, Today, they Sunday, a uh, uh, Friday, uh, uh, something was trying to overtake me, and um, at work, and I kept feeling this thing coming on me. You know, I kept feeling like lightheaded. And I, I was like, "What was going on?" And it's like my energy was leaving me. But before that, in my in my in my daily devotions and time I spent with the Lord, I heard the Lord. I was listening to another teacher, and I heard the man of God. Uh, uh, talking about healing scriptures because me personally myself I hear listen to healing scriptures more than I listen to any other scriptures that there is that's me you know what I'm saying because of what I personally believe in because of what I'm trying to receive out of it you understand what I'm saying and, and, and though I've heard it many times this time it quickened something in my spirit and when it did that, I said I started to have to have, have to, to, to dwell in God just a little bit more. So now watch this. Friday gets here and I'm up on the attack. God had already spoken the word to me, and he was like he was getting ready to say, You need to prepare for this. You need to seek me and start to rest in me for this. And when it came up on me, I got my I told my wife about it. I told my daughter about it. They my daughter got my daughter to get the oil and lay hands on me and pray. I went and laid down and Pastor P called me. And he was talk and he was talking to me about it. I mean, he was started talking to me about things. He asked me how I was doing. And I was just sharing him what I was going through. Listen, I didn't confess it. Right. I'm just telling you what the symptoms was. Because I don't get sick. I don't get ill. And you don't, that might not be your confession, but it's mine. Do you understand what I'm saying? And some, ooh, I'm jumping the gun. Let me back, back down real self in, real self in, Gilbert, because I'm getting passionate about this. And so when I was talking to Pastor Pete about it, me and Pastor Pete came into agreement. We started talking about the word, and about five minutes later, that thing was gone. 
So you hear what God has to say to you about anything, whether it's your finances, whether it's healing, whether it's for your marriage. Mm. And speaking of marriage, let me tell you right now. When it comes to your marriage, you better stop listening to what your mommy and your daddy said and the way you was brought up and the way you do things. And you better listen what the word of God has to say about your marriage. Get a whole lot of amens on that, but all glory be to God. Deacon Daniels and his wife didn't get no 20 years. Me and my wife ain't getting no 23 years. People don't get to 20, 30, and 40 years without the word of God. And if they do, don't you trust that? Amen. Because people are going to try to teach you sometimes that you can do this thing without God. And you can't. In the name of Jesus. So where was I at? So has he not spoken? So, so if this is our prayer, and our prayer is to teach, Lord, teach us your ways that we may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. And, this is, and if this is our prayer, uh, 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 to want God to teach us his way so that we may live according to his truth and to grant us purity of heart so that we may honor him, there are going to be some things that are going to challenge us and the way that we think and what we believe so that we can live according to his truth and I don't know about you but there were some things in life that I was coming up that there were lies that I believed and it had nothing to do with truth but when you start getting into the word of God when you start having a relationship with, with, with the Lord and when the Holy Spirit come on the, uh, on the inside of you he's going to start to deal with and, and it's time he's going to start to deal with things that's not of him because God don't want you living a lie. John, third John, verses one through three, it says, "To the, el uh, the elder unto the beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth." He says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. For I rejoiced greatly when thy brethren came and testified of the." truth that is in thee even as thou walk in the truth so the truth of the matter is that God wants us to prosper and to be in health even as our soul prospers that's spiritually that's mentally that's emotionally that's physically that's psychologically and that's financially and first of all it means that God does not want us to live our lives without him because all that other stuff don't mean nothing if you don't have God. Amen. And you got to stop trying to prosper without God in the, in the equation. I don't care if you got a, a good savings method. I don't care if you're, if, uh, whatever method that you use to make money, whether you invest in or whatever the case may be, you need to be talking to the Lord. Lord, I need to hear you. Am I investing in the right thing? Because your stock, the, the money that you have in stocks could crash and you could lose everything if God didn't tell you to invest in that. Amen. Ooh. It, now, God doesn't want us destitute. He doesn't want us lacking. He doesn't want us poor. He doesn't want us without. God doesn't want us to just get by and God doesn't want us sick. Amen. I got to say that again, church. God does not, I'm not saying that you won't have your challenges. 
But sometimes you're going to have to take a position and fight. Sometimes you're going to have to take a position and just rest in the Lord. But let me tell you something. Your testimony ought to be, I ain't going out like that. God, you the one that promised me health and healing. You the one that died for my, for my iniquities and my transgressions. And I ain't going out like that. Ain't nothing taking me up out of here. And we just read most of that in Psalms 91. So anyway, so his truth is that, that God wants us to live to be at a good old age full of days, riches, and honor. And Jesus put it like this. He said that I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. And it is God's will and it is God's purpose to give us a rich and satisfying life. God wants and it is his desire to be our provider. He wants to be our source. He wants to be our refuge and our place of safety. He wants to be our rock, our fortress, our deliverer, our God, our strength in whom we would trust. God wants us to be living his truth and the truth of the matter is that we are more than conquerors through him that love us and gave his life for us and we are already seated in heavenly places. He wants us to have the best that we could possibly have in this life and that this life has to offer, offer through Jesus Christ. And that is his truth, period. Yes. Now, when it comes to the best in life, don't be like the Joneses because your best might not be like their best. And their best might not be like my best. But my best is the best that God has to offer me where I am right now. Because if God was to bless you with the Joneses got, you might not be able to handle that. In the name of Jesus. I know we want, we want, and me and my wife in agreement on that thing. We got, we got a, we, listen, let me tell you, my God, I'm telling you right now, we believe in God for some millions because there's things that me and my wife want to do in this life. We want this thing to be generational throughout our families and everything. And let me tell you something. Just because we're going to have a whole lot of money, that don't mean that you're going to lay up in the bed and chill out every day. No, you're going to do something because watch this. One of the reasons why God wants you healthy and to live a long life and length of days is so that you can fulfill your purpose in the earth. It's not for you to get up and go back to wasting your life. In the name of Jesus. So teach us your ways, O oh Lord, so that we may live according to your truth and, and purify our hearts so that we may honor you in every area and aspect of our life. Honor is such a powerful thing in the body of Christ. And when you learn how to honor God in all that you do, God will start to be start to bestow honor upon you and i don't want to get into that right now because that's for another teacher anyway so now so so last week pastor Pete started teaching us a teaching last week and the title was having the same spirit of faith and he said that the subtitle of it was is don't change the recipe <laughs> everybody looking at me like no y'all y'all when y'all here who was here last week Okay, amen. Glory be to God. Just, just checking, just checking. And it's coming from first, second Corinthians 4 and 13, please. Second Corinthians 4 and 13 says, we got it? Um, I got the new King James. I got the King James version. Glory be to God. It says, we having the same spirit of faith 
according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. And you can see that right off the back, that right here, when it says that I believe and therefore I have spoken, and then it goes into we, to, 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 to we believe and therefore we have also spoken, it's because we have the same spirit of faith. And when it comes to your marriage and when it comes to the church or anybody that when it comes, when it comes to people being involved in anything, you're going to have to have the same spirit of faith. You're going to have to believe the same things and you're going to have to speak the same thing. And because and because we have the same spirit of faith, of faith, we can come into we can come into agreement. We can believe the same thing, speak the same thing, and watch this. And now we can get God's results. And I don't know about you, but I want God's results Amen. in every way that I can. The Bible says in Amos three and three that how can two walk together unless they be agreed? So we have, to, we have to walk together in agreement. Watch this. If we want to accomplish the same thing. If you don't want to accomplish the same thing, you keep letting the devil bring discord between y'all so that you can't reach the, the destination that God wants you to reach. And I, I, mean, I don't know why I'm on this dog on marriage thing this morning. Because I'm telling you right now. We have to get to a place, husbands and wives. Somebody is going to have to, oh, man, I'm really jumping the crowd. Somebody is going to have to humble themselves, Elder Hogan's. Just because you the man don't mean that you can always have it your way. I'm not talking to you, sir. I'm just, I'm just, oh, let me look over this way. Just because you the man don't mean that you got to have it your way. It don't mean that. Ooh. But that don't mean, wives, that you always got to have it your way either. We have to walk in agreement. It's submission with submission. It's humility with humility. But the man, he's going to have to take the lead. He's going to have to be the first one on the wall. He's going to have to be the first one to set the standard. You can't expect that you want to be the man of the house, have it your way, run it your way, and do all this and do all that, but now your wife. Anyway, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Where was I at? So, so it says, and then he said, what is the recipe? The recipe is what? Hearing. It's believing. It's speaking. It's seeing. It's receiving. It's keeping. And it's increasing. Don't worry. I had to write it down, too. I ain't got it memorized yet, right? But that's but that is what the recipe and Pastor Pete was telling us uh, not just not not to change the recipe. So we have to hear the word of God and then we have to believe it. And of course, you know that Romans ten and seventeen says that so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In Mark chapter four verses twenty four, the King James version says that when Jesus was talking about uh, the parable of the sowers, he said. This is what he said unto them. He said, take heed that what you hear and with what measure that ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And unto you that hear shall be more given. So he says, watch this. He says that you have to take heed. You have to pay attention and you have to be careful of what you allow your ears to hear and what goes into your ear gate. 
Because your belief, because 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 your hearing will affect your belief system, and your belief system is very powerful because people live and they die by what they believe. And let me tell you right there, your 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 hearing is so potent, it's so it's so essential that it's connected directly to your heart. Matter of fact, if you take the word heart. H-E-A-R-T. In that word, you see the word here. You're hearing it, and you can't be walking around your, your house having, having certain things on television playing in the background that as, as the night burns or whatever the case may be, you got all this other junk, all the news going on, talking about all the destruction, all the hate. You can't have this stuff coming up, all this drama. that they, I mean, every, it is every TV show they're coming out now got drama coming on it. Everybody loves drama, Right? You like watching it, and I'm, I'm not knocking you what you watch. You watch what you want to watch. But now you wonder why, because you're listening to that all the time, why your marriage jacked up. What is this about? <laughs> that your relationships are jacked up. Because watch this. You can't have more of that and less of this and expect for this to work for you like that. Because he's just, I just read it to you. He said the more that the whatever you give your attention more to, that's what your your belief system is gonna be based on, whether you know it or not. You start checking what you're listening to and what you're believing and what your friends saying and what they got to say about this and about that, and it ain't got nothing to nothing, and it has nothing to do with about the word of God. You need to check that. And that's why I said earlier, you can't live and you can't expect for your business to run the way that it runs, your relationship to, to be as blessed as it's supposed to be, and your marriage marriages to prosper and to have a sound and powerful man. How about you know God don't want you to leave your spouse? Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray over this family right now that you would give them ears to hear and a heart, Father God, to understand your word. Cause them, Father God, to see each other differently. Cause them, Father God, to love one another and to be there for another, to put aside all selfishness, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray this over you right now or somebody in your family. In Jesus' name, amen. So, so, so God wants the best for you. He wants the best for your, in your relationships. And we have to get to a place that, that when we're hearing the word of God, when we're hearing teachings and everything, we got to let that to get into our spirit. So that, that, that was what is in us will come out. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And as the children of God, we receive eternal salvation. Listen to this. Listen to this. Because as children of God, we receive eternal salvation because we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead. And then the Bible says that you shall be saved. Right. You reap something eternal because what you heard because what you believe and because what you spoke. Mm -hmm. 
Here you go, here you go, confessing again. You need to have a life of confession so that you can hear it, so that you can believe it, and so that you can speak it in the name of Jesus. And then we have to get to a place that we, that we speak with what we heard. Then, then we begin to see what our spiritual eyes first. We have to see what our, Psalm, Psalms, Psalms, Psalms 27 Psalm 27 and 13 says that I have I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You have to believe to see. Believe to see. Believe. See yourself healed. See yourself back out there walking on, on, the, on the golf course. See yourself walking around your house riding your bicycle again. See yourself up there ministering to people. You have to see it. Don't see yourself. You getting ready to leave here. You laying on your sick bed. You laid up sick. Don't see that. Amen. See your marriage as God intended for your marriage to be. And we have to see these things by faith, and then we receive it by faith. We have to keep it, and then we have to increase it. Amen. Y'all excuse me. I took, a little, I took a little something out of me. Philippians, Philippians chapter 2, 1 through 5, and from the CEV version. Glory be to God. Philippians 2. Philippians, I hope y'all y'all getting something. Y'all getting a little something, something out of this. Amen, amen. And I'm gonna tell you something. Y'all gotta. Sometimes y'all gonna have to excuse me because um, I'm telling you, if there's anything else that I I rest um, on when it comes to the to word of the Lord, it's just healing. And just like I said, that's just me. The Lord has been um, really, man. I don't know. It's probably five, seven, ten years now that um, I've been really, really. Um, focusing on health and healing and, and even more now in the last last couple of years and, and, it's not, and again it's not to say it's not that I, that, that I don't go without my challenges it's just that um, I'm, I'm really really trying to focus on this long life and length of days in the name of Jesus and I'm telling you right now if you're not like I was talking to you last week about when we were talking about community if you're not up on an attack if you're not going through anything good for you but you need to start getting these scriptures in you are all good because remember what we was taught when when it's time for war watch this your weapon is going to have to be this word yeah. amen so now it says Okay, it says, <laughs> somebody was crazy. Thank you. It says, Christ encourages you and his love comforts you. God's spirit unites you and you are concerned for others. Now, this is the same spirit. This is the same spirit of faith that Pastor was teaching about in 2 Corinthians uh, 4, uh, 2 and 13 that unites us together. Verse 2, it says, now make me completely happy. Make who completely happy? It's not about you. It's not about what you think. It's not about what you want. This is about what Jesus Christ, because Jesus has a, a, a better good to get to. So now make me happy, completely happy. Live in harmony. Watch this. Live in peace. I want you to live synchronized. I want you to flow together by showing love for each other. Be united in what you think. As if you were only one person. How Pastor P said, my, 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 my. So he wants you to think as if you were one person. Verse 3 says, don't be jealous or proud, but be humble and consider others more important than yourself. Amen. 
He says, care about them as much as you care about yourself. Oh, that guy, I'm getting cut up. And let me tell you something right now. When was the last time that you considered somebody more important than yourself? When was the last time that you cared about them as much as you cared about yourself? When was the last time that you took your last, your last and gave it to somebody else so that they could have it and you couldn't and you would do it out? Who is quiet up in here? When was the last time we sacrificed anything, watch this, to make God completely happy. <laughs> he said, and think the same way that Jesus Christ thought in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you right now, church, that if you want to see the church of Jesus Christ grow, if you want to see it prosper, if you want to see the manifestations of the gifts of the spirit flow in the body of Christ, and you want to, and you want to see the church to be and become all that God wants it to be and become, Paul said it like this, that I will show you a more excellent way, and that is through love. It is through the agape love. And it's, and it, or, or let me say it like this. It's the love that we have for one another. This is good. I don't know if y'all getting bored. This is, this, is, this is blessing me. Because when God was taught, when I was in here studying and reading about this, how about you know I'm the first partaker of this. So I got to check my love walk too. I, I, I got to love my wife even better than when I'm loving her now. And remember, our faith, the faith that we have in Jesus Christ, who is the author and the finisher of it. Remember what the scripture says, because the scripture says that your faith works by or it expresses itself by love. So don't tell me how much faith you got, but you don't love your brother or your sister. Mm -mm -mm -mm. don't tell me that you believe in God for all this stuff to happen in your life but you don't want your brother or your sister to prosper but you got somebody that you see every single solitary day going without and you won't even lend a hand to help them Ooh. and Jesus Christ is the reason and, and Jesus the reason for him doing everything that he did from telling his father to prepare me a body that I'll go from being born in a major, for being beaten beyond recognition, for being for being wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. And then the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. The same God who being formed as God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. It was made in the likeness of men and being found fashioned as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He was always motivated because of the love that he had in his heart for us. John 13 and 35. Amen. 
Jesus was always motivated, always, always motivated by his love. And remember when I, uh, in the beginning, when I was talking about truth, it is the unveiled thing that lies at the basis. It's after you take off the, after you take off the veil, when you remove the cover, it's what you see for real, for real. When, when everything is taken from you, when everything is moved off of, and you know how we get men, how you, we can Mac, Mac the women. And women don't get so caught up in the Mac. <laughs> but y'all quiet up in here this morning. We all right? We glory be to God. Who am, I, yeah, am I talking to y'all? I'm stepping on y'all toes. I ain't trying to step on nobody's toes. That ain't what I mean. I'm just telling y'all, when that joker get through macking, don't listen to all those sweet words that coming out of his mouth. Look at what his life is talking to you about. Because he can talk a good game. And then come back and say, I'm sorry again. Well, how many times you got to say I'm sorry? Anyway, glory be to God. It says, by this, watch this, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And notice that the scripture says that all men, which is the world at large, shall know, shall know the love that we have for one another, not by how big the church is, not by how many churches you founded. Not by how much money you have, not by how many, how, how good the preacher can preach or the teacher can teach, not by how successful or how many things that you have achieved in life. It says, but by the love that you have for one another. Amen. And that's what it all comes down to. And I'm talking to us. I'm talking to NCL because our love walk got to grow. If we want people to come here, if we want people to get saved, it, can, it has to be about the love of Jesus Christ that is in our lives. Amen. You can't live a life of, uh, I don't want to use that word. You can't be so mean to folks and everything like that and then talking about how much you love folks. Amen. You can't be nasty. Talk to folks any kind of way. Treat them any kind of way. And then you're gonna, then that person gonna walk over there and see you. And then you're gonna call yourself ministering to somebody. That's not the love of God. And watch this. If we want our prayers to be answered in a more phenomenal way, pray with the love of God in your heart. Pray with compassion that if it was you in that situation. Pray that if it was you that had that challenge. Pray that if it was you that was going for uh, that, that that was going through. Pray that if it was you that got the bad report. And I'm talking to, again, like I said, I'm talking to God's grown folks right now. I'm talking about to the people of God that God wants to make a change in their lives to His people just as much as He loved us. And we have no reason talking about anything as much as God has forgiven. Let me, let me, let me turn, let me turn. As much as God has forgiven me, I ain't got no business pointing my finger. I ain't got no business putting nobody else on the cross. As much as God has delivered me from some of the things. See, this ain't the wrapped up Elder Garfield. You see now that's standing before you, all the glory. I, I'm, I'm, you know, kind of. But this ain't how I always used to live. And all of us got a past. All of us can point back to the day when we were, but it was nothing but the love, the grace, and the mercy of God that kept us, that got us through that, and we can't act like that is just for us. 
The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his son to the world. In the name of Jesus. I'm closing with this, sir. And one of the reasons why we're having wars, saints, over there in um, Israel and all that stuff, we have all these murderings, we have all this killing. And y'all know the story. I don't want to say, get into anything because we have kids and are down here and everything like that. But they do all that because they really don't have the true love of God in their hearts. The Bible says that there are going to be times that people will do what they do because that's what they believe. But you know the 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 the, the thing that's funny to me because I like watching all these action movies and stuff like do and stuff like that too. And the bad guy, this bad guy, he he just doing killing everybody, running over everybody. He's all this and tell somebody to get one of his family members. Now he want mercy. And we can't be like that. So when you're praying over Israel and what's happening over there, just don't pray for Israel. Pray for the people that came upon them too. Mm. And I know that, um, and I know that the main reason for all this happening is because of when sin entered into the world. But the Bible says that love conquers a multitude of sins. Your sin, your, your love for that person can cover that. And at the right time, you keep showing love. You keep loving on people. Hus uh, uh, sir, you keep loving on that wife. Wife, you keep loving on that husband. Y'all keep loving each other. Y'all make a declaration right now today that, that from this day forth, I'm going to deny myself and I'm going to live according to this word. All heads bow and Christians in the attitude of prayer. Father, we thank you. We, we confess, Father God, that we don't know as much as we think we know. As a matter of fact, God, we know too much. We think we know what we're doing, but we don't. We think we have it all together, but we don't. We think that it's all about us, but it's not. So this day forth, Father God, help us see your people through your eyes. Help us love one another with a pure heart fervently. Help us, help us humble ourselves, Father God. And sacrifice the things that we would have done or, or spent our money on, on these other things that don't matter to help a brother or a sister in need. Help us, Father, because we need you. And our confession is, Father God, that you are the God of truth. <laughs> so, Father God, we, we ask you to, that anything that is in our lives that is not of truth, eradicate it, Father God. Change our minds, change the way we think by the renewing of our minds, Father God. Put the light of your word on it, Father God. Help us humble ourselves so that we can truly and completely make you happy. Father God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. And I don't know if, 
if everybody in here is of the household of faith, but know this, that the Lord stands at the door and knocks. And if you let him in, he'll come in. And he'll sit down and suck with you, and you will suck with him. We pray, Father God, for rededication in the name of Jesus. That for whatever reason you left the church, know this, that God never left you. And he's welcoming you back into the fold in the name of Jesus. And the church of these doors are always open. And like you, um, it was stated in our announcement, if you need prayer, um, if you want to become a member, if you want to rededicate your life for any reason whatsoever, please meet someone out in the front and we'll have the proper documentations to, to give to you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for spending time listening to the Word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church Podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week.